Hello! And welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. My name is Katherine Brooks. I am your host today, and I am a life coach for men. And No More Mr. Nice Guy is a podcast about helping men overcome nice guy syndrome so that they can fully and truly thrive on their own terms. And what is nice guy syndrome, you might ask? NGS, for short, is simply a pattern of beliefs that plays out in a series of behaviors. So the foundational worldview of nice guys is, if I am nice and agreeable, then I deserve love, belonging, and to get my needs met without having to ask in return. So nice guys see the world in a transactional way. I give you my agreeability, you give me validation. The issue here, what nice guys run into is extreme anxiousness, low-grade misery on a day-to-day, and a constant feeling of being unsettled because feeling good is reliant on other people's validation. And so in order for them to feel settled, in order for them to feel successful, to feel good about themselves, they need other people to weigh in and tell them that. And so nice guy syndrome really reveals the absence of self-esteem And what I want to do here on this podcast is to help you release some of the grip of nice guy syndrome in your life so that you developing your own self-esteem in a healthy way becomes second nature. Why? Because that is actually the path to a much more peaceful internal landscape. And that's what I love and am all about. How can our experience of this whole fucking ride that we call life be better? That's what we are here to talk about today. And in this particular episode, we are going over a really critical part of growth. And this is a loving ending. Today's episode is about how to make loving endings in our lives. And so why a focus on endings if we're thinking about growing? Intentionally closing things in our lives, whether it's a work project, a job, a relationship, a habit, making an intentional closure when one of those things is expired, past its prime, when it's no longer contributing to us thriving, when we close it, we open up space. And actually, we can only step in to our next level when we've deliberately closed the previous chapter. And this applies to actually so many different parts of life. It's easy to think about this in terms of a breakup or leaving a job or making a career change. But this applies to all of the habits that we have. And when we're thinking about ourselves in an intentional way in the future, Making loving endings is a critical component of getting there. We actually can't create the future we really want without making deliberate and intentional endings. We are like trees. 
trees require pruning to bloom at their fullest. Fruit trees, in fact, create more buds than the actual tree can support. And we prune branches so that the tree's energy goes to supporting the healthy living branches and that the tree's energy doesn't go to fueling sick or dying branches. And ultimately that would take away from supporting the healthy branches. Pruning is a part of keeping a tree healthy and alive and thriving. And we are trees too. (laughs) Our lives require pruning for that same reason. Hanging on to expired relationships, projects, and commitments takes our beautiful, precious life force away from fueling what's actually healthy and alive for us. When I first started to really learn about how important endings are for growth and for stepping into the next level, a lot of things flashed in front of my eyes that I was holding onto. I knew I was kind of gripping on for dear life, even though it wasn't serving me. So if that's happening for you right now, just notice what is coming up as I'm speaking, because what is coming to mind are little hints and little glimmers of what might be ready to go for you. And what I notice in nice guys is that they regularly shy away from making formal endings. Nice guys I've coached often prefer to just fizzle out or to have the confusing, we just stopped talking, or the, well, I haven't heard from them, so I guess it's over, or simply not making an ending at all and holding on to energy-sucking parts of our life. People-pleasing can be a really big reason why nice guys don't end relationships that are expired because they don't want to make somebody else feel negative feelings when really underneath that is they don't want to feel the negative feelings of ending that dynamic. And this goes for parts of our lives that are beyond relationships, ending work projects, ending professional collaborations, ending a job, when we can own the reason why we are not making a conscious ending, we are already one step more empowered. So if there's something in your life where you're recognizing, yeah, I'm not ending that relationship because I'm people pleasing. I don't want them to have to feel anger, sadness, whatever it might be. That is actually one step closer to making the loving ending and to be in the conscious closure of that for yourself than being in denial and telling yourself, oh, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay that I'm still in this relationship. We'll make it work. When deep in your heart, you know that that's actually just not true. Making a loving ending is standing up for yourself. And nice guys struggle with this they struggle to put themselves first. And they believe that if they put other people first, that that's how they then get love and belonging and acceptance. And so making an ending can be really challenging for nice guys. And this is why I want to share with you today some of the learnings that I've received from making loving endings in my life. By the way, one thing to keep in mind is 
If you know it's time to end something, then that means that ending is best for both parties, even if there's an emotional experience that comes of it. So why are endings actually so crucial? I love the book Necessary Endings, highly recommend it. And the author, Henry Cloud, he writes, getting to the next level always requires ending something, leaving it behind and moving on. Growth itself demands that we move on. Without the ability to end things, people stay stuck, never becoming who they are meant to be, never accomplishing all that their talents and abilities should afford them. And on that note, let's talk about what it takes to actually make a loving ending. So I'm bringing this up because in the last year, I've had quite a few endings. I've ended friendships. I've ended professional projects. I've ended patterns of anxious attachment in my life. I've ended big travel plans that I really wanted to do, but didn't end up being the right fit. I've ended an addiction to caffeine and sugar. I've ended phone habits that were really unhelpful and my doom scrolling habit. I've been really conscious about making an ending. And for me, that really feels like drawing a line in the sand between where I had been and where I'm going. Because hanging on, which I used to do all the time, truly was a huge energy suck for me. And here are a couple of the insights that I have gained from making all of those endings and from now knowing how critical it is for my growth to be very clear, first and foremost, with myself about what needs to end, and second, with the outside party, whether that's an organization, whether that's a person. The first thing that's required to make an ending is the knowledge that this is honoring yourself, no matter how hard it is. When you have that nagging feeling within you, telling you that something is over. We've all felt this. I want you to listen to it. Talking yourself out of what you know is true is the source of great anxiety. Imagine the relief that you will feel when you make the ending. Just let's start there. If you just take your brain to thinking about this as already closed, what do you feel in your body? If it's relief, it's probably time to make the ending. And one thing I just want to say here is endings are totally normal. Remember, we are trees. Pruning is normal. Honoring yourself requires being brave. So be brave, be courageous, and to start, name for yourself what needs to go. Here's the second learning that was really helpful for me to keep in mind and that I still remind myself of. State truth, be brief. If your ending requires communication, communication to another person, to an organization, to somebody outside of yourself, remember that what's best for you is best for both of you. There's no such thing as this ending being best for you and not best for the other person, because should you stay in it, you are still not showing up in your integrity. 
If you show up to a relationship that you know needs to be over, it's out of integrity for you. You're not giving that person your best. And in a way, you're lying to them. And lying creates all sorts of internal tension that actually can be avoided. So in the conversation, whatever it looks like, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, on the phone, email, however it may sound. And personally, I don't really believe in a hierarchy of communication form. I think in society, there's this narrative that if we need to have a hard conversation, it should be in person, it should be over FaceTime, it should be as personal as possible. But if making this ending is really challenging for you and you need to send it over email, do what is best for you. I'm kind of over buying into the cultural narrative of what communication medium I should take in order to have this very personal conversation. And so I just want to drop this as a reminder of if you need to do this over text, do it over text. Like if the actual in-person is too activating for you, let yourself do it in a different way rather than holding on to the relationship because of the fear of how uncomfortable it's going to be to end it. Be a hundred percent truthful. The best way that you can have your back in making a loving ending is being a hundred percent in your integrity throughout the whole process and be brief. Keep this concise. A loving ending does not involve managing someone else's emotions. This can be a real challenge for nice guys because nice guy syndrome really sets men up to be deep in people pleasing and managing other people. Hence the nice adjective. A nice guy is in a pattern of believing he must be agreeable. And so this, I want to acknowledge, can be really challenging to not want to jump in and manage someone else. However, that's not your job here. So a couple of statements that are concise and powerful. This relationship is complete for me. I'm not available for this project anymore. I'm no longer able to be a part of this organization, group, team. State your truth and be brief. The reason I'm not giving long-winded scripts here is because you know the truth of what's important to you. You actually don't have to know all of the specific details about why you want this part of your life to end. You don't have to have it perfectly articulated. You can actually just have an inner feeling some intuitive hit that it's over for you and you can just go off of that. If you are sitting there and waiting to have the perfect words about why whatever it is needs to end, you're just kicking the can down the road ad nauseum. Allow yourself to have the knowing and allow yourself to let that be enough to make a loving ending. The third insight that I want to share is making a deliberate ending means letting it go. You can have a fizzle out, you can have a ghosting, you can have a, 
well, we're just not really talking anymore. But none of those allow you the most critical component of this, which is letting it go. So if you're noticing that you are making an ending or you're putting off making an ending, but you are holding on tight to resentments, anger, disappointment, you're not completing the cycle, which would allow you to make space for what's to come. Releasing with love or even with neutrality is required to create that vital space. You may make the ending and have a lot of emotion come up. You may experience resentment or anger or anything else after you've actually made the formal loving ending. Releasing those emotions, sitting with them, being present with them, and actively letting them go is also a critical part of a loving ending. So holding on tight to any emotional experience or feeling like you're wronged, that is actually not completing the ending. And that's not being with the full intention of this process. So here are those insights again. Honor yourself. This is an opportunity to put yourself first, which means making a different choice and making a different choice in service of your growth. State your truth and be brief. And you may make the ending, but not let it go. And so notice if that's happening for you. And this looks like you're having lots of anxious spiraling thoughts about this thing. Notice that and consciously, actively let it go in order to complete the cycle. You are 100% capable of making a loving ending. And I call them loving endings because not only is it loving to the other party to have you stand in your integrity, but it is so deeply loving to yourself. I want to share one of my favorite quotes. This one is from Joseph Campbell. And he writes, we must be willing to let go of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. It is in the letting go that we can even access the life that is waiting for us. Go forth intentionally and that which is not serving you any longer and do so in service of your growth and your expansion. Because when you expand, there's a positive influence on everyone around you. So glad to be here with you today. Thank you for hanging out. One more thing. If what we talk about here on the podcast interests you and you would like to go deeper, I offer one-to-one coaching that is completely customized to you. And if you would like to explore what that looks like and how it might help you get from where you are right now to where you want to go, book a discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes. Go click it. Grab a spot on my calendar. I would love to talk to you about what the next six months would look like for you if you could wave the magic wand and have it go however you want. The discovery calls are really fun. People end up getting a lot of ahas out of the big clarity exercise that we do together. 
So I would love to chat with you. So great being here. Thank you for being at this party. I will be with you guys next week. Go make those loving endings and I'll talk to you soon.